On today's podcast, we head on down to the edge of the foggy wharf to check on our beach house. Let's get decked. edition of the Ultimate Deck Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Chapman. Happy to be here and happy that you're tuning in. How about that intro, the edge of the foggy wharf to check on our beach house. If you're all at all in tune with the industry, you know that those are some of the names of the new products that are coming out and new lines that are coming out. So that's a bit of a play on words. And that's what today's episode is going to be all about is discovery and finding out and telling you what we know about what's coming down the pipe from all the major brands and decking. Just a little background for me, Shane Chapman. I have been in the industry for quite some time. I would call my current position being that of a dealer slash retailer in the decking industry. I am part owner of the Ultimate Deck Shop located in Saskatchewan, Canada, uh, where we stock everything you could possibly need for your deck. So we have a vested interest in all these things we're talking about in this podcast. So we live within the industry. We breathe the industry. We're passionate about the industry. My background prior to that was as a builder. I spent, uh, uh, I'd say probably about five or six years uh with my other company called Fresh Decks, which was a award-winning uh, decking contractor. Uh, started out as a part-time gig, turned into a full-time gig. We started the store. Now I've kind of faded away from the building side of things, at least for now, to focus on the store, which has been doing great. The store is three years old. We just kind of wrapped up our third season and everything is going well. This podcast is aimed to bring this community together a little bit tighter. Uh, Obviously, we have a large community on the Instagram platform that um, we've all enjoyed and benefited from, and we're just trying to take that one step further and, uh, you know, get you to put your phones down while you're driving in your vehicle and instead listen to a podcast. We can all do that safely. So without further ado, uh, how this podcast is going to work today is going to be just about new products. That's what we're going to do. But future episodes, we're going to bring in uh, some other people to kind of do an interview style. Uh, We're going to bring in people from within the industry on the dealer retail side. We're going to do some interviews with some contractors. We want to uh, really cater to our entire audience, which we expect to be everybody from dealers to wholesalers, to contractors, to customers. And so we're trying to make this attractive to all audiences. So we're going to have a little bit of everything. Every week's going to be a little bit different. So uh, we're always open to suggestions. Obviously, if you have any suggestions whatsoever, probably the best way to send those to me would be to uh, log on to Instagram, send them to either uh, either account that I run, which is the Shane Chapman account or the Ultimate Deck Shop account. So if you send messages to either of those, I'll be able to pick up on that. And uh, of course, any ideas for future episodes will be greatly appreciated. Let's get into this. So if you were down at Deck Expo in Baltimore, which I know many people do make it down there, it's a great little show. Uh, it's moving next year to Louisville, so don't don't book your flight to Baltimore yet. Uh, great little show if you're at all interested in the decking industry, not only to go see the new latest and greatest products that are out there, but also just to engage with that community I referenced again. So it's it, it's become a great networking event to uh, you know get with your peers, discuss ideas, laugh a little bit, have fun together uh, and inspire each other. So I think it's a great a great opportunity. But if you were there, 
Um, there was a lot of products that were announced and some that weren't announced, but were making their presence known there. And so one of the ones we're going to start, listen, we're going to, uh, my expertise is in about six to seven to eight brands of the composite and PVC decking. And, and why I'm expertise in those brands is because we carry them at the store. So I have hands-on experience. I'm very involved with those companies. Um, I'll give you a rundown of those right now for the composite lines. Uh, we stock TimberTech. Uh, Fibron, Trex, so the big three. Um, you know, we do we we kind of take a special order position with Moisture Shield and Decorator, so I've got some ins with that as well. Uh, and on the PVC side, Azek, obviously the big brand, but also Wolf and Clubhouse decking. So if I at all sound uh, uninformed on other brands, that is why I am just more informed on those brands that I have more experience with day to day. So let's start off. First of all, with TimberTech. TimberTech this year, uh, and if, for those of you who don't know, TimberTech and Azek are now the same company. Azek and TimberTech merged, or one was bought out by the other a couple years ago, a few years ago, uh, to form one company, Azek Building Products, which the TimberTech brand uh, is now a part of. So the way that split up is the TimberTech line is the composite line, and the Azek line is the PVC line. And so this, this is information for maybe more of the customers who aren't aware of that. I'm sure most of the contractors, certainly dealers and wholesalers are aware of that. Uh, TimberTech decided this year that they're going to go heads up on the Chinese decking boards that are coming into market at a super low price point. And so TimberTech has announced that they're now launching a line of decking called TimberTech Edge. And so back to the intro there, you heard me mention the Edge of the Foggy Wharf. That's what that was in reference to the edge product is now this is a this is a bit of a change for TimberTech because TimberTech has always been known for their full wrap cap and so what I mean by that is that protective layer that protects the core of the board is actually wrapping uh, 360 degrees around the board through the groove the entire thing the whole board has the entire wrap the only exposed core on a TimberTech board is the cut end and that doesn't matter if you're shopping in the low end or the high end they're all wrapped until now because TimberTech Edge is coming out with a non-wrapped back. So that's their way to address a bit of cost cutting to get the price point down. Uh, taking that cap off the back just removes a little bit of that. The cap, the pure polyethylene cap portion is the most expensive part uh, of the of the materials input. So by eliminating some of that, they're able to cut some down some of the price. As you know, uh, the TimberTech terrain line is also scalloped on the back which removes material from the board my understanding is that the TimberTech edge line will also be scalloped but will also have full width boards in some markets in the United States as well I don't know that those will make up to Canada uh, the scallop boards are uh, are what we'll probably see what most markets will probably see but there will be a full width version as well three colors of course at the price point this is coming out at uh, don't expect anything fancy uh, we're not going to see a bunch of variegated coloring and streaking in these ones they will be solid color the green embossing looks to be a little bit different than the train line a little bit more uh to in, in, my, in the pieces i've seen it doesn't look like they have a knot pattern in them it's more of a hairline straight green to it uh and three colors i've seen a brown light gray and a dark gray so in our market where grays are big, TimberTech may have something here. As far as price points go, 
We are hearing and expecting to see these somewhere in the mid to high $2 a linear foot price point. Now that's Canadian dollars. I would fully expect, excuse me, that that in the US is going to be a sub $2 board. So I would expect somewhere in the $1.75 range potentially in the United States. So their uh, push here is to really go after pressure treated deck sales and try to upsell people up into a composite deck board with this new TimberTech edge line. So excited to see what comes of that. Um, they were one of the first ones to kind of announce that they were going to push out a super low cost board this year from a big brand. And uh, of course they weren't alone for long. There was others that followed suit. But let's get away from TimberTech and talk about Fibron now. Fibron was one of the first ones that we saw a new product from this year. Uh, probably, I'm going to say almost three months ago or so. So this is kind of midsummer. Uh, we were presented with two new colors in the Good Life line. Now, if you're not familiar with Fibron, the Good Life line is their low cost line. It's their version of Trek Select or their version of TimberTech Train. But it's a great board for that price point. It is a great option. It's very durable. It's got a very attractive green embossing to it. Uh, The only catch was this year, they had limited that lineup to two colors. There was a light gray in Cottage and there was a kind of a orangey brown color in the cabin option. Last year, they had a third lighter brown option called Villa, which was discontinued. Uh, So the Good Life line has been a little bit thin, but been a very successful line. And so Fibron has seen that there's opportunity there and they're putting in two new colors into that lineup called Beach House and Bungalow. And so back to the intro, we referenced the Beach House. So those colors are actually variegated. Now we've got a Good Life variegated line, so they will be a little bit more money, I'm expecting, than the solid cabin and and, uh, cottage colors. Very attractive boards, same embossing as the Good Life line. You're now getting some sweeping colors that Fibron is known for in a board that we're expecting to be in and around the mid to high $3 Canadian price point, which that probably means mid to high $2 price point in the US uh, market. I don't know that for sure, but expect it to be very competitively priced. The beach house color is the gray. It's almost, it's like if you've installed much of Trex Island Mist, this board is going to be a big time competitor for Trex Island Mist. It's a, It's got a bit of that bluish tinge to it with a little bit of a lighter gray streaking in it. it. It's quite attractive, looks very, very nice. The bungalow is the flip of that. It looks more like the cabin board, but with some variegation to it. So you're gonna get some colored streaking running through that one. Looks quite attractive as well. A Little bit on the orangey side as far as browns go. Uh, think along the lines of like a you know a TimberTech Terrain uh, brown oak type board, maybe a little bit browner than that. So it's it it potentially is going to have a good reach as well. Again, great price point we're expecting. And actually, as a whole, it sounds like Fibron's pricing is going to drop this year. And there's a reason for that, which we're going to get to later. I'm leaving the I'm leaving the brand everybody's waiting for me to get to till the end. But uh, it sounds like in reaction to Trex that Fibron is going to get a little bit consumer friendly on their pricing as well. So that's uh, exciting for people in market, exciting for contractors, exciting for customers, wholesalers and dealers. Maybe they have a different opinion on that, but anyway, Fibron actually is launching one more color too. And and I don't know that you're going to see this in the United States. I believe it is supposed to, I believe that the sanctuary line is supposed to be making an appearance into home Depot. I could be wrong on that. Jatoba, 
is a new color that they're coming out with in the Sanctuary line. And I know that the Sanctuary line is very popular in Western Canada and some European markets. I don't think it has a big reach into the United States. That may change through the Home Depot channel. Uh, the Sanctuary line currently is made up of two colors, again, because they discontinued one last year, but there's an Earl Grey color and a Latte color, and they've complemented each other very well. The Earl Grey is a nice dark gray with some tanny streaking to it. It has its own unique embossing, different from the rest of the fiber on line as well. The Latte is the reverse of that. It's got the tanny kind of brownie color with a little bit of gray streaking to it. They complement each other very well as an accent. Now they're getting a third line in the Sanctuary line, a third color in the Sanctuary line called Jatoba. And the best way to describe this board is if you're familiar with the Fibron Ipe color in the Horizon line, it's colored similarly to Ipe, but with the Sanctuary embossing. It's quite an attractive board. If you followed uh, my account, either the Shane Chapman account or I think the Ultimate Deck Shop account on Instagram, I have posted pictures of that board on there, so uh, maybe I'll bump that to the top and, and post it again so you can see. I should probably do that with all of these colors I'm talking about today so you guys can have a look at it. That's As far as I know, that is it from Fibron. I don't believe there's been any discontinued colors this year. Last year, they did drop a few. This year, I'm not hearing anything about uh, colors dropping. That goes for TimberTech as well. Nothing going away, just new colors coming in, uh, which is a bit of an inventory nightmare for the dealer level and the, the, the wholesaler level. But it is what it is. New colors are exciting. Decorators. We don't stock decorators at the store currently. Uh, we are familiar with it. We have a distributor that carries it that we currently have a relationship with. We're always keeping an eye on it. Uh, it sounds like people like it. Uh, so excuse me if I don't have a ton of information on decorators. I know that they're coming out with a new line this year, the Voyage line, which is a higher end line. Uh, very, very nice looking from what I've seen. There's, uh, I believe, four colors within that. Tundra, Sierra, Costa, and Mesa, I believe, are the four colors that they're launching in that line. Very nice, variegated boards. Of course, Decorators is known for being a very durable. Uh, it's only three quarters of an inch thick. It's so strong. That's a, that's a big claim to fame. This line is supposed to uh, be have more traction than their other lines, a little bit less slippery, etc. So they might be something to keep an eye on. They're they're actually they're they're probably one of the fastest growing brands as far as increasing their market share year over year. Uh, very nice coloring. People that use it seem to like it. They're getting better distribution every year. So Decorators is starting to enter the conversation as as one of the bigger brands in composite decking for sure. I really want to leave Trex to last. Can I leave Trex to last? You guys aren't offended if I leave the big one to last? It's kind of like putting the milk at the back of the grocery store, right? I want you to walk through all the aisles and pick up all the other tidbits before we get to the stuff that you're really here for. So I'm going to leave Trex for last. We're going to get out of sequence with the comps at PVC line up here. We're going to go right to the PVCs a little bit. So back to the Azek TimberTech group. Azek, I don't believe there's any new colors coming this year. They actually, they launched quite a few new colors last year in their vintage line. Uh, Coast, Coastline and Dark Hickory were obviously two very attractive uh, options last year. They did very well in, I think, almost every market, it sounds like. Uh, everybody's bored. That Coastline look, that gray with the hints of browns and kind of like a tanniness to it, that off gray, did very well for everybody last year. Everybody's boards, every, every brand that had a color that looked like that, did quite well last year. So I don't believe we're seeing anything new as far as colors coming from TimberTech this year. If I'm wrong, somebody correct me. But what we are seeing actually is different sizes. And so 
what ASIC's trying to do here is give, uh, put a little bit of creativity into contractors' hands or customers' hands. Um, five and a half inch wide boards is kind of the standard. Every manufacturer is a little bit different. They could be anywhere from five and a quarter to five and a half, et cetera. What ASIC's going to do is they're going to launch two new sizes that are both narrower and wider than that common format. And I could have these dimensions slightly incorrect. So correct me if I'm wrong, somebody send me a message, but I believe they're launching a three and a half inch board, if I'm not mistaken, and a seven and a quarter inch wide board. And so these are one inch thick deck boards. They are coming in a solid edge profile only. So no grooved option as far as I know. What this is going to allow you to do is a few things. If you want to put a picture frame border around the deck and you want it to be a little bit wider than a five and a half inch board, well, you've got, you've got the option of going with a seven and a quarter. Nice thing about that is when you put a railing on the edge of a deck, it tends to hide that outside edge border. So seven and a quarter might leave a little bit more of a reveal past the railing. And so that could be an attractive way to use this board. Also seam boards, it could help out if you've got a deck that's got an odd dimension and you, you know, five and a half inches with the picture frame isn't quite gonna allow you to use a certain size board and you wanna minimize waste. Well, maybe you can throw in a seven and a quarter on each end, chew up a couple extra inches and maybe that helps you to be more efficient with your materials. Seam boards, maybe you want a wider seam board, whatever the whatever it might be. The three and a half inch board, same thing. You can use it in different accenting, different picture frames, different seams, spines, whatever you wanna call it. Skirting options, the seven and a quarter could be used as a riser board instead of use cutting down the 12 inch material. There's a lot of ways that you can use these boards. Or you could get really creative and you could alternate. So I've heard some contractors, I've had some conversations about these boards. They're saying, well, what if like hardwood flooring is doing this inside your home? Narrow board, wide board, narrow board, wide board, wider board. Why not do that on your deck? Maybe you could do three and a half, five and a half, seven and a half. Three and a half, seven and a half, five and a half, seven and a half, three and a half. Alternate back and forth, give it an entirely different look on the deck. So there's, I'm excited to see what what the contractors and the installers and the homeowners do with these new dimensions. Now, I'm not expecting these dimensions to get a huge amount of traction at the dealer level. I think you're probably going to be forced to special order these from time to time. I just don't think that dealers are going to be super interested in putting these oddball dimensions on the ground, but they're out there. So if you've got an, you know what, another idea for that uh, wider board is a drink rail. Right now people use five and a half inch wide drink rail, seven and a quarter, that'll give you a bit more room up on top of your railing, right? So uh, wider stairs, maybe wider stairs, you could do wider stairs with that seven and a quarter. Like as I'm just spitballing here as I'm talking and there's some opportunities to do some neat stuff with these different sizes. So that's what's new from Azek. Uh, I hope you guys post lots when you're using this stuff and tag me in it and, and I want to see what you're doing with it. I'm, I'm curious. Let's go on to Wolf. So Wolf uh, PVC decking. Uh, they obviously do have a composite line as well. It's not quite as popular. It doesn't have quite the distribution that their their uh, PVC line does. So I'm going to focus a little bit more on the PVC line. But in the Canadian market, I mentioned before that grays are very popular. Uh, one thing that I feel was lacking from Wolf's lineup was a nice dark gray board. If you're familiar with Clubhouse, they've got that ironwood color that's really hot. It's uh, quite popular. Accents a lot of other boards well. It goes very well with Silver Maple. It goes well with Fibron Cottage. It goes well with Island Mist. It goes well with every other gray. But Wolf never had anything that could complement their own Driftwood gray or Silver Teak boards. And so I'm hearing it's been confirmed that Wolf is actually coming out with a dark gray color called Onyx this year. And now my understanding again is that distribution is going to be a little bit limited. It's going to be only for certain markets. I expect that 
Canada will latch onto it. I don't know how deep into the United States it's going to go, uh, but it is a nice dark gray board, similar to Clubhouse, more variegation, I would say. Uh, so in my opinion, probably a little bit more attractive. But I think it'll be a nice addition to the Wolf lineup. So I'm excited to see that one uh, start getting installed on a few jobs as well. Speaking of Clubhouse, where have they gone? Clubhouse, uh, Clubhouse was gaining a lot of traction there a few years ago. They had some good ownership when they moved to the Tapco group. There seemed to be a lot of money invested in the marketing side. They had a huge presence at Deck Expo a couple years ago. Giant booth. They had uh, displays and and they had some uh, sessions going on with you know curving decks and all this stuff. And it was quite a large presence. And it was kind of like, all right, here we go. Clubhouse is back in the game. Let's rock and roll. And then, as you all know, or most of you probably know, Tapco was bought out. They decided they were going to axe the Clubhouse line of deck, and they were just going to end a life it and get rid of that product and streamline their product line. Uh, that was a decision made by Borel, who bought Tapco, which was sad. It was a sad day because anybody who's gone into the creative art of bending decking knows that Clubhouse is the board to bend. It is the easiest to work with the less chance of of ruining in the heater uh and the stuff is just durable it's just plain durable and has probably the best traction of any pvc board in the market it's a great product it was sad to see it go thankfully it did not go a lot of people didn't know this but it actually got bought by a company called true north out of ontario canada the entire facility uh, extruders and everything have been moved up to canada made for a bit of a rough logistical year last year uh, but everything's moved up. They've got production ramping back up. They're they're kicking it again. They're really believing in the Clubhouse product and they're launching new products. So what Clubhouse has also been known for is the two-sided boards. On their grooved boards, you would have one color on one side and a different color on the other side. What was nice about that for the dealer level and the wholesale level is the inventory management. You could cut your stock in half and carry more colors. That was nice. Also, if you wanted to do some sort of accent in the deck. The colors that were on the flip side of the boards were always complementary. They always looked good together. So you could flip a board and do an accent, what have you. From my understanding, I believe that that's still around. They're still doing the two-sided boards, but they're also, to help with cost, doing one-side boards now. So the one-side boards are capped all the way around. I believe the coloring is all the way around. It's just that the backside is not embossed now. And from my few minutes I spent at the few minutes I was there for like 45 minutes for my time I spent at the clubhouse booth last year my understanding is at the back of these boards and it, I, it may just be on the two new colors I may have I have to verify that it may just be the two new colors now of a fire rating on the classy fire rating on the back side of the board uh, for commercial purposes and whatnot so they've got they've, they've kind of they've they've muddied up their lineup a little bit now they've got these different Oh, different types or styles of boards within the same colors. So you have the option of taking the one side boards or the two side boards, but they're also launching two new colors. So uh, Clubhouse colors have been a little bit stale these last few years. Uh, They do have some nice colors in their hardwood lineup, uh, but this year they're launching a couple new ones called Driftwood and Hickory, which have more variegation than we've typically seen in a Clubhouse board in the past so excited to see those out on display in the wild on a deck somewhere i think those will be nice additions to clubhouse's lineup as well where are we at people i think it's time right i think it's time we get to trex 
Trex is the big brand that everybody knows in the decking industry. When people come into our store, they ask for Trex the same way they ask for Kleenex and Skidoo. Not at our store. Not many people ask for Kleenexes or Skidoos at our store. But you know what I mean. They're the brand that is synonymous with composite decking. The biggest budget. The most distribution. The best contractor programs. They've got a very strong hold in the industry. But they haven't made many changes the last few years. And it's left them looking like they could start to slip. So we opened our store three years ago. In that time... There have been no new boards come from Trex. And in that time, we've seen new boards come from Azek and Timbertech and uh, now Wolf and Clubhouse just recently. Uh, and Fibron has launched colors. And those other brands have gotten rid of some of their duds. But Trex has basically stood pretty firm with their lineup for the last few years. And it's worked for them. But with Timbertech and the Chinese brands aiming for that lower price point, trying to get closer to wood and treated, uh, Trex stayed quiet and then trumped everybody and came out on top with a huge change to the lineup this year. And this news is only two, three weeks old, but it was a bit of a surprise. There's always been rumors about Trex and their high-end photorealistic boards and all that stuff that who knows when we're actually going to see that stuff. But this one, I don't know that many people were anticipating. There wasn't any rumors about Trex coming out with a low-cost board or some new variegated lines or whatever. But what they've done, if you're familiar with the current Trex lineup, you have their entry-level board in Trex Select, which is a solid color, quite plasticky looking, but a good price point. Uh, No variegation, just solid. That's what makes it look plasticky is the fact that it's just solid color. Uh, Then they have their enhanced line which isn't uh, super well distributed, at least in Canada. And I think for the most part, it's been referred to as a bit of a box store board. Three colors within that line. Then they had their Trex Transcend, which is their their top end line, but they actually had two versions of it. They had their solid colors in the Transcend line. Then they had their tropical version of the Transcend line, which is one that has all the pretty coloring and the one that everybody sees in the marketing materials and wants which that line has been very popular. Um, I mean, they've all, Select and Transcend Tropicals are both very popular lines. But this year, they decided, now nothing's going away, as far as I know, at least not like, (laughs) oh boy. Their whole lineup has a giant asterisk beside it because there's some changes and modifications even to boards that aren't changing. But essentially, the only thing that's going to, it's not end of life, but the only thing that I think will probably fade away is likely the original enhanced line, your beach dune saddle, clamshell colors, and the full thickness board. And the reason for that is because they're releasing what they're calling enhanced basic colors. And these are the same colors. Beach Dune, Saddle, Clamshell. The difference is these are scalloped boards and quite deeply scalloped. So the boards are one inch thick. This is their low price point board they're releasing, by the way, the one that they're going after treated with. The boards are scalloped quite deeply. I believe they're removing in the scallops about nine sixteenths of the material. So you're left about seven sixteenths on the th- on the on the full thickness across the board, and then it's got I believe it's five ribs on it, or scallops, uh, five or six, and and so those provide it with its strength. and And the colors look great. The big big bonus of this is that they removed 
the wood out of their capstock. And I don't know why the wood was ever in the capstock in the higher end lines, but it was, and it wasn't the enhanced line. And the new stuff, my samples are showing no more wood in the capstock. And what that's doing is giving us more vibrant colors and no issue of fading wood cap, you know, the issue with the white spots in the decking that some people reported, it's not in there anymore. So it can't be a problem. So these three colors are coming in aggressively priced. Again, expecting it around that same price as TimberTech Edge, possibly even slightly lower by a dime or so. So in that 250 to 290 range in Canada, and I'm expecting the $1.75 to $1.99 range in the United States. So now we're talking what used to be about a 4x jump to go from treated five-quarter decking to your you know, a good quality entry-level composite for one of the big brands with a good warranty, probably about 4X. Now we're talking only about 2X. And so I don't know. It, it's getting closer. I don't know if it's going to be enough for people to make that jump. It's still quite a, you know, doubling the cost is still quite a bit. Granted, it's not doubling the cost of the entire project. It's just the decking itself that doubles in cost. It'll certainly help. Some people will be swayed. Uh, how many people will now spend less on a composite decking that they would have spent $3 on before and now they're going to spend $1.99. I don't know how much that, that'll happen. There will be some cannibalization, obviously, but but it's interesting. It's shaking up the market for 2019 that everybody's coming in with these low-cost boards. So now in the United States, from the big three brands, from I would say Fibron via a price drop on their Good Life line, Trex via their Enhanced Basics, and TimberTech with their TimberTech Edge line, I'm expecting we're going to see some sub $2 boards from all three of the big manufacturers with big warranties. And that's big news for contractors and homeowners. They're also releasing. Uh, I'll add that Trek Select is remaining unchanged. Trek Select is not going anywhere. It's going to be priced the same as it was last year. But now they've also added an entirely brand new line called Enhanced Naturals. Enhanced Naturals is five brand new colors you have not seen before. They're beautiful. Whether they crush it or not, I don't know yet. I think that there's a couple in there that are going to crush it. And I think there's some that maybe potentially have been, are just a little bit off in my opinion for my market. Again, these are obviously being released all across North America, potentially further, I'm not sure. So some of these will do better in different markets. The colors and here I mentioned the intro again. Foggy Wharf. That's a tre- that's a new Trex enhanced naturals color. All of these names, I swear, must have been written. I, they must have got. Is it Daniel Steele? Like who's a good romantic novel writer? I think that's who's coming up with these names now because they're getting quite comical, but they're yeah, they're fun, right? The new gray color and it's it's a very light colored gray, almost bluish tint, almost whitish. But it's not white, but it's it's very stark gray with some black streaking in it. It looks very beautiful called Foggy Wharf. So that's their gray board. I think that one is very close to being a major hit, but I just, I feel like it's maybe a little too stark for some people. I, I've, a couple people that I've seen it with are thinking the same thing. So I don't know. It's it, it could potentially be a big one. It could potentially not do, not see its full potential because it's just a little bit too stark. Uh... We'll see. Coastal Bluff is the brown board. This is what I would, I would compare this one to Spice Rum, but maybe a little bit less vibrant of a brown, a little bit more. And I think that's a good thing. Coastal Bluff, I think, is going to do well. It's a nice dark brown with some black streaking and it. it looks beautiful. I think that'll be a good board. Rocky Harbor. 
Now this one, the best way I can describe this, we, we, we keep saying it has a bit of a peach tint to it. Well, I believe that's an accurate statement. It's something between like a T-Rex rope swing and a Timbertex sandy birch as a base color with black streaking again in it. All these colors have black streaking in it. So it's hard to envision. In some lights, it almost looks a little gray. And in some lights, it looks very pinky peachy color. Again, I don't know if that, I feel like that one's a shade away from being a hit too. It, I'm sure it'll do fairly well. I'm again referencing my own market, which is very gray heavy. I feel like this one may be a little bit not gray enough to do super well here, but it but it could. It, it's very attractive. It's just that it's not, maybe doesn't have the mass appeal. So I think it looks great. I don't know if a ton of people are going to think it looks great, but we'll see. Toasted Sand. Now this is probably best described as a Havana Gold variant. It's that light brown, yellowy almost board, uh, somewhere between t- uh, Havana Gold and Tiki Torch a little bit. It's a nice light brown. In markets where browns do well, I think Toasted Sand is going to do very well. Browns are still a little bit. They're coming. They're coming, but the dark browns do better here in my market than the Toasted Sand type colors will. So Havana Gold's not a big. Uh, big seller in my market, but if Havana Gold and Tea Torch are big sellers in your market, expect Toasted Sand to be hit there as well. And Sunset Cove. So this is their red board. This is everybody's token red board they have. Again, not a big mover in my market, but I know there's some markets, I believe, up in the Northeast US that do quite well with red boards, so that could be a big hit there. Again, if, if Lava Rock does well for you, expect that to do well like those names foggy wharf coastal bluff rocky harbor toasted sand sunset cove just like just saying them sounds like a vacation doesn't it so that's trex's lineup this year now they also have some other changes their trex transcend line now if you've never noticed transcend the solid color transcend and the tropicals line actually have two different embossings the tropical line has a more pointed knotted look to it more linear uh, embossing wood grain to it, whereas the Transcend solid colors had more of a swirly kind of pattern to it, quite deep embossing. The Transcend solid colors are losing that, and they're going with a more linear, similar to the Tropical uh, lineup. But honestly, when I saw it, the first thing I thought was the Azek um, Harvest lines with the kind of like pointed, straight, linear embossing. And, and in fact, if you put some of the Azek colors besides some of the like the rope swing and the and the gravel path they look very very similar now it's a very it's a nicer looking embossing it's not quite as deep but it's but it's more visible somehow so it looks quite good the only other so the colors stay the same so it's just a straight embossing change the only other change that I noticed that they're making is that they're now putting a small chamfer on the back corners like the back side of the board on the corners below the groove. And my, I suspect that that's probably to deal with the famous Trex whistling issue that some people have experienced. And so if you're not familiar with that issue, if you've never heard it yourself, what can happen is on a Trex deck, if it's positioned a certain way and a certain height off the ground and the wind's coming in at a certain speed, your deck sings. It can hum. It can create this, this humming it's it's quite audible it's people are confused what the heck is that they can hear from in their house go outside find out that it's their deck singing and so 
there's been no fix for this. There's been no solution. There's been workarounds, you know, skirting in your deck or putting something on the bottom of your joist or something like that just to deflect the wind from hitting the bottom of the boards at that certain angle. But now this entire lineup from top to bottom, I believe, is getting a small chamfer on the back side of the board that I'm assuming is there to help not sing. So <laughs> it's probably a, a thing most people aren't going to notice, but I think that's probably the reason they're doing it. So the contractors will notice that, and it's, it's good news that they're finally addressing uh, that not common, but a problem that was happened enough. Uh, I know in our time in three years of the store, I've never personally built a deck that I've had a callback on it for, but I know through the store, we heard a couple instances over the last three years of people that have had this problem. So uh, we live in quite a windy climate here as well. So it's, if anybody's going to hear it, it's going to be us. So we maybe we're above the norm, but so that's what I'm expecting for changes this year, you guys. Uh, the, oh, sorry, the price points on Trex. I, I mentioned that the I mentioned that the enhanced basics were going to be in that sub two dollar US dollar price point and sub three dollar Canadian price point, but the Trex Naturals apparently are going in priced exactly the same, at least at the dealer level or at the wholesale level, as Trex Select. So in Canada, that means that's going to get priced somewhere in the neighborhood of three fifty to three eighty range. Per linear foot, but in the states, I assume that your your Trek Select is likely priced about a dollar less than that. I'm assuming it's probably in that three dollar range potentially. Uh, so that is a very attractive price point for a, a board with that much variegation in it. Typically, in our store in previous years, TimberTech with their train line with the silver maple and brown oak options that have a little bit of variegation did quite well because of their price point. Now you've got Fibron coming out at that price point with and probably a lower than that price point with the beach house and bungalow colors and you've got trex coming up with five beautiful looking boards at that price point and i think if you're shopping for a deck next spring you're in for a treat no matter what brand you go with uh if you shop at a store like ours where we carry all of these and you can see them all while well, you're in even even better situation to, to kind of pick and choose what you like but you've it, in an industry where prices generally tend to go up year over year, this is pretty exciting news for the co- for the contractor and the consumer that you're going to be able to get better looking, cheaper deck boards from the reputable guys. And I really want to stress the reputable guys because there's some junk out there. You can find cheap comps at decking now, but you get what you pay for in those. These ones, all the ones we talked about today, are still backed by the, the full warranties. So... Trex is still putting 25-year warranties on these. TimberTech, I believe, is bumping to 35 years on their products. Um, Fibron, 25 years again. Like You can't go wrong going with a big brand at a cheap price point. And if you've got the budget, go for the higher-end stuff that looks nicer and is a bit more durable. But I don't know, man. I, the price points in these things are going to be super attractive. The boards are super attractive. It's a good year. 2019 will be a good year if you're building a deck. So that's episode one. I want to let you know that we're going to turn this into a weekly podcast. Uh, I don't know what day specifically releases are going to be or if it'll even be stuck on a day. I can probably manage that through the winter. I can pick a day. Summers get a little bit crazy, but I want to bring you guys content that you value, that makes sense to you, that you want to learn about, you want to hear, you want to 
all of it. For contractors, I want to talk about the things you want to talk about. That might be estimating and pricing. There might be an episode on estimating and pricing. That's not exciting for everybody, but it's exciting for some people. I want to do some interviews with some contractors, some people within the industry. So if you're interested in coming on the podcast and, uh, you know, telling your story, get a hold of me. Again, my Instagram account is the Shane Chapman or the ultimate deck shop. Get a hold of me those two ways. If email works better, hit me up at shane at ultimatedeckshop.com. That should give you enough information to get a hold of me. I really enjoyed this, you guys. I hope you did too. Please click the subscribe button. Share this podcast. Let's make this something special. Let's enjoy this every week. Let's keep growing this community and keep building better decks. We'll see you guys next week.